Hello, everybody, and welcome to the For the Win podcast. I am your Tuesday host, Charles Curtis, and with me today is a guy who is back from paternity leave because his wife gave birth to their third child. So I welcome him back by saying we're going to get onto the podcast and talk about betting, sports gambling. It's Chris Corman. Hi, Chris. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you, man? I'm good. Good to have you back. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Supreme Court and, and gambling. And actually, having you on here is the perfect segue into uh, uh, our, our folks who are sponsoring us. Because this year brings us, or this time of year, I should say, brings us two things. Graduations and Father's Day, Chris. And the gifts that go along with them. Before you buy Dad another tie or that grad a balloon that will probably float away, ask yourself this. Does my dad or grad like wings or sports or better yet, both? If the answer is yes, then get them a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. Right now, if you purchase $30 worth or more in-store or online, they'll give you a $5 bonus to keep for yourself. That's a gift that gives back. How generous of you. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Chris. Uh, we uh, are not going to talk about uh, wings, even though they are delicious. And yeah, I mean, I, I want wings over ties. Right, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, yeah, I should tell my wife that. Actually, now that I think about it, I, we should talk about wings. Wings are delicious, <laughs> um, but also um, sports are delicious. And a delicious thing happened yesterday for sports betters, which is the Supreme Court uh, knocked down a, uh, a long-standing law that that has prevented us from having sports betting in, in statewide, at least. Um, what does this mean? Like, what was your kind of reaction to this, uh, you know, sort of big change in, in sports betting uh, in the United States? Yeah, you know, I think certainly my initial reaction was uh, shock, just because, as you said, you know, we have existed in this world for so, so long. You know, this law uh, was put into place in 1992, uh, the Sports Protection Act, you know, Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act, uh, 92, and basically banned uh you know, any state that didn't already have sports betting from adding sports betting. So we've all lived in this world. We're like, oh, you know, I want to place a bet on the Super Bowl. I got to get to Vegas somehow um, or I have to do something shady. Um, so it was shocking to, to see that knocked down. Uh, but but then I, I started thinking about it and just the, the profilation of, of, of gambling in general. Um, you know, I, I live in north of Baltimore and there is a casino, uh, you know, 200 yards from M&T Bank Stadium. Uh, you know, in Philadelphia, you can go a few blocks uh, from Lincoln Financial and there are casinos. Um, so it's, you know, just gambling in general has had such a resurgence in, in the United States that, that I think this was probably inevitable. Um, you know, in Jersey has been New Jersey started the fight and has been fighting now since 2011. Um, so, so, you know, now that I think about it, I, I, I see that this was coming. Um, and the fascinating thing now is, is how it unfolds from here. Who's going to try to get the money? Um, cause you know, you, as you and I were talking about yesterday, uh, a little bit cynically, uh, but I, but I think truthfully, like, you know, the leagues that all the, the pro leagues and the NCAA were vehemently against this, you know, they were the people that New Jersey was fighting with, um, and, uh, you know, a major part of the reason, certainly for the pro leagues, is that they were trying to buy some time to position themselves to be the ones who are getting a, a major slice of this pie because it is a huge amount of money. I mean, we are right. talking about hundreds of billions of dollars that are, you know, already being wagered, uh, you know, by best guests. 
Uh, and when you legalize that and make it easier and bring it, uh, you know, make it more approximate to stadiums, uh, that money is just going to grow exponentially. So uh, we're really talking about a ton of money and it is going to drastically change everything about sports. It's going to change how we cover sports. I mean, we're going, you know, media companies are going to cover even more so the, you know, this guy has an injury, uh, you know, it's going to be so much more of a focus on what exactly might happen in games because there'll be so much more intense uh, attention to that. So it's it's really, you know, it's certainly shocking uh, that it happened just because we lived in this reality for so long, but now thinking about what happens next is is really hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, that's a really great summary of all kind of the aspects of it because the, my first reaction was like, all right, like th- this isn't going to change a ton for betters because betters are just going to go from betting on, say, offshore, uh, uh, online, and, and you know, and the word shady has come up, I think, like a dozen times in, in the in the sort of research that I've read. It's like, or the, you know, the articles that I've read. It's like everybody's saying it will go from being like I'm sneakily betting on this, you know, uh, from this uh, uh, website that's run out of some European country uh, to I will walk to my local. Um, uh, place of of gambling and bet and it's just like so funny to me to see how new jersey has sort of prepared for this knowing kind of that it was going to happen in a way because like monmouth park which is you know a horse racing right they're like we're installing tvs we're putting in you know like these these um uh, these these places where you can you can place your bets and i think the cool thing is not only from the coverage point of view that you kind of talked about but also the up to the second betting that we kind of see in um in vegas when we right. see when we see people sitting at these uh, kiosks and and saying, okay, the next play is going to be a first down, money down, you know, and right, you're right. in, and it'll become this sort of instantaneous thing all over, and and I say all over the United States, we're still waiting to see what's going to happen. And the best summary I saw was somebody said that for the states, it's going to become the wild wild west, and I'm very right. intrigued to see what's going to happen next. Do you do you think like besides New Jersey, do you think? Other states we've seen, like I think West Virginia is one of them, like set up right. the same way where where they'll have some kind of infrastructure in place. Right. Yeah, I think you know with gambling in general, it's really been a domino situation. So uh, you know, New Jersey uh, on the East Coast was obviously the dominant power for a long, long time, and then Connecticut uh, and a couple other places uh, legalized casinos, and then Pennsylvania went all in, and Pennsylvania stole a ton of business from Atlantic City and Delaware had gotten into the casino business a little bit earlier too uh, and those states started just pulling in so much money and then Maryland said well all of our you know our people are streaming over the border and spending all this money so why don't we get into the casino game and so now Maryland has six casinos I think um, so it's really sort of it, it sort of spreads um, locally um, and I think that's exactly what will happen. Uh, you know, New Jersey is set up to have it, as you said, at casinos, existing casinos and racetracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, I mean, horse racing is one of the huge, huge winners in this if it shakes out the way that a lot of people expect it to, just because these tracks will all of a sudden have this new business that will actually attract people. You know, no one's going to Monmouth Park <laughs> on on a regular right. Sunday. Uh, you know, I mean, old horse bettors are going. That's really the only reason you would go. Uh, but now... The fact that they can create this whole new stream of significant, significant revenue uh, is a total game changer. I mean, it would be huge. I don't know how it will unfold in Maryland and Pennsylvania, but if the tracks there are included and the casinos, uh, 
you know, it would be huge for the tracks. And often the money uh, from, you know, that's the other element of this is like Pennsylvania is looking, uh, I think they are trying to charge a $10 million fee just to get, you know, just to get your casino licensed uh, to host sports gambling. And wow. then they're trying to take something like 60% of the revenue. Um, you know, and that's how states often get into gaming is they sell it to their, uh, you know, the politicians sell it to constituents by saying, we're going to make a ton of money for schools or, mm -hmm. or you know, whatever, we're, we're going to tax it. Um, so, so it'll be fascinating to see how all that unfolds. But there's just, you know, so much money that, that could revitalize horse racing and uh, really, you know, we're in Preakness week now. It, it could really change <laughs> just the way that that fits into the American culture. You know, it's never going to go back to being uh, front and center like it was a hundred years ago. But uh, if those places can become, because there's been a trend toward that, like let's make the horse, let's make the track, uh, let's have shopping, let's have good sports bars, right, right. Uh, let's make it, you know, more of a destination. And obviously, if it's a place to wager on sports, all of a sudden that's a huge deal. Um, but that, I think that's certainly how it's unfolding around here. And then I think it'll be different. And like you said, each state, it's a wild west. You know, it's just going to be, I mean, some states, if, if a state decides to allow online, I mean, I've seen some estimates that it would double the amount of money spent. Um, so, you know, you're talking, you know, maybe, you know, $8 billion would be bet if, if you're making people walk or, or ride to a casino or a horse track. But then if you allow them to go online, uh, you're talking 15 billion. Um, you know, you know what the bookies would be making. Uh, right. you know, that's that's what they're walking away with. That what the books would be making. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's a it's a huge it's a huge question of, of which way it's going to go. I, well, I think that there's the, the 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 aspect to this that I keep trying to think about is is there really anybody who loses in this situation? And I want to get into the leagues in a second. But everybody's going to be making money. The states make money. The, like you just said, good point. Horse tracks making more money. Um, gamblers, I mean, gamblers losing money probably, but, you know, they're, right, they're, right. they're, they're happy because they get to gamble more, right? Like, that's that's the winner there. Right. Um, I Like, I don't know, like, the moralists? Is that the, right, like, the right. losing I mean, party? Like, is that it? I can't think of yeah, anybody I, else. I, I think college athletes, right? Like, yeah. It's now are going to, you know, suffer the indignity of watching their schools make, you know, millions of, upon millions upon millions uh, of yeah. and only getting, uh, you know, the what they get now, uh, which that's a separate debate whether it's worth it. But, uh, yeah, for real. you know, clearly they're not, you know, so now there's going to be this. I mean, think about the NCAA basketball tournament. The NCAA basketball tournament, if that is open to, you know, actual betting, you know, we're not even talking, I mean, the brackets may become. You know, you may be able to enter bracket pools that would, would would balloon far more than what we're spending now. I mean, right. uh, you know, that to see all that above board and then none of that go to the athletes, uh, you know, I think they're certainly losing out. And then, you know, the leagues are afraid of influence. And and obviously, you know, the funny thing is, back when you know the the major scandals happened with 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 point shaving and that mm -hmm. sort of thing, it was because the athletes weren't making much money. Right. Like they weren't they weren't millionaires already on their own. So they they were susceptible to outside influence. Uh, and that's going to be the case with college. You know, I think that I think the NCAA is right to worry <laughs> because they are not you know, they have this uh, workforce that, that it's, you know, I think most reasonable people agree is being certainly in the top schools is being under, uh, you know, underpaid, quite frankly. So um 
you know, for some of them, I think they're susceptible. So there is danger there. And then, you know, problem gamblers. Uh, you know, sure. gambling addiction is, you know, you know, for like we said, for so long, you had to go to Vegas or you had to go to Atlantic City. And so people who might be, uh, you know, who would become problem gamblers, they would go to Vegas and they'd only be able to stay for four or five days. And so if you problem gamble for four or five days, that's that's fine, you know, quite yeah. frankly. Um, so, but it, it, but as we've seen them get closer, we've seen the spread of problem gambling uh, sprout up around uh, around the casinos because you know if it's if it's more accessible, then you're more likely to do it. So, I think those are those are the issues. Um, but but beyond that, you know, it's uh, uh, there's a lot of money to be made, and and the major thing is that it's already being spent, right? Like this money is already being wagered. In, in other ways, so, uh, you know, in, in under-the-table ways. Right. Uh, so this, to legitimize it, uh, you, you know, keep watch over it and hopefully spread it to places where it does some good. Yeah, well, the, the, the tax thing, right? Like, you know, you ta- if you right. take something that is illegal, you make it legal, and then you tax it, like, everybody right. wins. It's, it's, pro- it's prohibition, it's marijuana, you know. Right, I was thinking of marijuana specifically, right. because it's like, oh, like, look at all this money we could be making off of this thing that if we regulate it the right way, like, suddenly it becomes uh, a, a revenue stream, basically. I, I want to talk about the leagues, though, because I think the NBA, which in the last 10, 15 years has been ahead of the curve, every single time on a lot of stuff, video games and, and gambling. And we know that Adam Silver has been kind of pushing this. And now they're talking about a, you know, they're starting out with like, we're going to take 1% of the, of the money bet. And, and it's just like, can you imagine being an NBA owner and NBA owners have already gotten uh, their money back and then some on, on certain teams, those who bought way back when, um, and even those who are, who are investing now. And now all of a sudden they're thinking about, well, we could make how much money on these betters? Like, do you think the NBA, really can can pull that off or do you think like these other leagues you know the nfl has sort of given this statement of well we're kind of waiting to you know pushing for congress to do more right. you know work on this um really the answer right is is the leagues are just trying to figure out the best possible way to make money and then they will make money right like do i have that right or do you feel right like- yeah absolutely and i mean i think the leagues have all uh pushed for basically a federal regulation that would cover the whole country and, and create the same rules. Um, and, and, you know, for them, that's just a little bit easier to control. You know, they can, that way they are not having to, uh, you, you know, quite frankly, you're not spending a ton of money uh, on lobbyists in each state. You're just lobbying the congressman that you're already lobbying uh, to try to create a framework that is most beneficial for the league. So I, I think that they that is the major reason that they, they continue to push for a federal uh, statute that would cover every state and, and sort of make it uh, uniform across the line. So, I, you know, the NBA has certainly been the most public about being prepared. You know, the NFL there's no question in my mind that they are moving behind the scenes and have been for a long time to be very ready to have uh, betting. You know, they, they will not hesitate to flip flop their stance on this. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you log on to your NFL, you know, direct TV, you are going to see more lines and, and you may, you know, if it's allowed, you'll be able to bet right there on your TV. You know, that's, that's where, that's where we're headed. I don't know how rapidly we'll get there, but uh, you know, certainly, if the lees can control a a decent portion of the money, they are going to embrace it. Um, so it's it's just a question of how that shakes out, right? Well, also that like uh, the the statements that I've seen about uh, we have this data, right? Like the the league data 
is right. the thing, right? Like if you're if you're able to kind of say like we have this information that we share with, and again, like uh, th- that's where the wild wild west comes in. Like, could you have like a state where you can gamble on the NFL and you can gamble up to the second? Uh, but then the NFL says, wait, no, that's our information. Right? Like, now we're starting to get into this territory of, like, well, what right. is legal and what isn't? And I feel like you're right. In 10 years, I, I feel like we're going to be way farther along than this. I think the immediate impact is so um, – there's nothing yet, right? Like, everyone has to figure out how to make it right, legal, and there's going to be a lot of red tape to get through in the courts before we right. get to a point where – this will be a regular thing that that you feel comfortable with and that the leagues feel comfortable with and the states feel comfortable with uh, all around. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, I mean, but it's <laughs> it'll be a fun thing to follow, you know, to, just yes. to see where this where this goes from here. Uh, I mean, I, Jersey is, like, possibly ready in a couple days, right? I mean, mm-hmm. are, are you headed down to uh, the casinos there? I'm or not. What's, no, uh, what's not the smoke like? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can imagine myself, uh, may, hey, maybe that's a story idea, like what it's like going to Monmouth Park go. and being able to, you know, here, I just pitched an editor uh, live on the air, like, that's a great <laughs> idea, I'll drive on down and be like, this is weird and fun. Also, does that mean that I get money from For the Win to uh, actually gamble? Is you know, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I will approve that. <laughs> there you go. Um, any other closing thoughts that you had throughout kind of looking at this, and, and, and Chris might be writing about this, or he almost wrote about it yesterday uh, when, it, when it all went down, but like, did you have any impressions, other kind of thoughts that hit you? I mean, I think your, your point about the NCAA is a really good one, uh, but anything else about – you know, kind of where we're headed with this and, or how, I don't know, is it is exciting for you? I don't know how much of a, of a gambler you are. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not much of one, but it's, it's certainly, you know, as I was talking about, I just think it changes so much. Uh, I, I mean, let's be honest, you know, I'm sure that your friends are this way. You know, I have so many friends who already relate to sports through gambling you know i mean i mean they uh, i think people like you and i who went into the media and we love to write like feature stories about this guy is an interesting person and he <laughs> you know he's he's working in his neighborhood to help and you know we we sort of look at the narrative of sports and, and who these people are uh, but but so much of the country already relates to sports in this very black and white way you know who do i think is going to win how much do i think they're going to win by can they cover how much should I put down? Okay, I'm playing these five games. Or this parlay, you know, that it's already happening, but it's just going to come out in the open. Um, and and so it changes just so much about how we talk about sports. Like, I, you know, you mentioned ten years from now, it's going to be so different. Like, what sports center look like in ten years? Uh, yeah. How much of it, you know, because when they when they move Scott Van Pelt to the the 12 p.m. slot, they sort of that was one of the things they said is like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about gambling and, and lines because it's it's after midnight, um, you know. So I, I just wonder where we're headed with that uh, in in 10 years. How much of it will just sort of seep into our our basic uh, uh, talk of sports? I mean, I I worked at I remember being at newspapers and like having big debates like we need to get rid of the betting lines we can't we shouldn't be publishing the betting lines in the uh, newspaper not you know? anymore. yeah right and so now it's you know you're going to see entire pages of, of betting information in in the newspaper in smart newspaper I, there might not be newspapers in 10 years oh, right of course oh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I think that that's one of the points that I took away as well uh, in terms of the, the media coverage even though like I feel like we've been cov- covering it 
out in the open for a long time. It's now out in the open and legal. So maybe right. you're right. That there's more, even more. And and I also saw somebody tweeted. I f- I want to give it to like Deadspin's Barry Pacheski, somebody who used to work with at ESPN. Uh, he I think he was him who tweeted or he retweeted somebody who was talking about um, how the NHL will have to start publishing like probable questionable uh, right. designations for injuries. Because you can't hide an upper body, lower body when there's money being spent on right. it, uh, gambling wise. And I was like, whoa, that blew my mind because uh, we've been with this for so long that, you know, you don't want a hockey player going into a game and getting, you know, his wrist that is, we know is a, is, is a problem, chopped at repeatedly uh, or, or, you know, targeted in some way. And now we're going to have to do that because of these, these millions of gamblers and millions and billions of dollars being gambled. And so... We're in for a lot of changes, I think, is is what we're saying about sports in general. And that, to me, is a big takeaway, the, maybe the biggest of all. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's it just really changes. I mean, think about, like, minor college sports. I, you know, people are going to pay attention to, like, Coppin State versus Morgan State. <laughs> in Bal- you know, I mean, if, if you can put money on it, does it become – do these, do these sports become more popular? Is that, does that help those guys? I don't know. You know, I, like horse racing wouldn't exist if you couldn't bet on it, right? Nobody right. cares about horses running after each other. Just, you know, those horses would be in a field somewhere, uh, you know, jogging like a herd and nobody would watch. But as soon as you can bet on it, that's that's the only reason thoroughbreds, are, you know, exist and are, are, are cared for and people spend millions of dollars on them is because you can bet on them. So, I mean, you know, does that does that happen to other sports? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, does, does MLS, you know, get more of a foothold because gamblers realize, Oh, it's, it's easier to make money on, on soccer. I don't know. You know, yeah. it's if really they, going to be interesting to see how it, see how it goes. Right. If they find like, uh, that college hockey lines are, are right. badly put together and they can find an advantage, like, boom, you're going to start seeing money pouring in on, on uh, frozen four and whatnot so uh right. stay tuned betters uh chris where can we find you so what are you on twitter are you at just chris just my just my name at chris corman that's that's with Simple. a k folks well the first name with a c last name with a k uh thank you guys for joining us hope you enjoyed listening chris thanks for joining us yeah thanks man thanks for having me